Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Wow. You know... Yesterday, I, I ended up not watching anything. I, I, you know, normally I would sit and watch the documentaries. And in fact, they, you know, I was grousing about how they were, there was very little 9-11 programming, programming like you would normally see in uh, the couple of days uh, prior, especially when it falls on a weekend and it, it just wasn't there. Uh, the History Channel was showing some stuff yesterday. A couple of other channels, n- networks were showing some 9-11 stuff yesterday. And for some reason, I just... By the time I got home, I just didn't want to watch. First year, really, that I didn't sit and watch a lot of that, a lot of the documentaries, and so I kind of left it on the news. And I'm really kind of sorry I did that too. I mean, I, I Biden in Anchorage, whoa, yeah. Did he have to be so Joe Biden yesterday? You know, I mean, I, I know he doesn't have any more coming, but. You just want to say to him, you know, metaphorically in a sense, hey, next time just don't bother. You know, could you just not bother? Yeah, I was hanging out at the house, and I I, I, I had it on, and I decided to lay down and take a nap. And I sort of caught, you know, the front end of, uh, of Biden's comments about September 11th as I, you know, slipped off into unconsciousness. Yeah, he started talking about Scranton. Governor Dunleavy, it's good to see you. The governor and I have something in common. We're both from Scranton, Pennsylvania. I wish I had him playing on my high school ball club when I was playing. I could have been an All-American having you in front of me. It's a 9-11, you know, memorial. I mean, it's, he's not even in, stateside. He's, he's in freaking Alaska. And he start, starts off with a story about himself. I tell you, I, I, I did some study into, you know, I've always had kind of a fascination with ab psych, you know, since I took that class in college 100 years ago. And Biden is a classic example of narcissistic personality disorder. And it was all on full display yesterday. He starts off, first off, yeah, it's in and of itself an act of narcissism to be in freaking Alaska on September 11th, all right? Uh, and then to start off his comments, really making it about him, classic narcissistic personality disorder uh, diagnostics. And then he lies his ass off. <laughs> he just lies his ass off about, and I heard this on, on the edge of consciousness yesterday. Again, as I'm as I uh, I've laid down for my afternoon siesta, perchance to dream. And Biden starts riffing on the gates of hell. I heard it with my own ears. I looked up. Yeah, he just said that. He just said he was at Ground Zero in Lower Manhattan on September 12th, looking into the ju- the the gates of hell. When in fact he was on the Senate floor on uh, on uh, on September 12th. And I don't know at what point he actually went to New York. I, look, I was working in local radio in, in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware at that point. Uh, Joe Biden was, uh, you know, he, he talks a lot about Scranton, but, you know, he's, he's more of a Delaware guy. And, you know, at that time, him being in New York City on September 12th would have made the local news, <laughs> you know. Because he he wasn't there, he was in D.C. He was on, again. He he was on the Senate floor. Uh, they were approving. Uh, uh, I remember this a resolution. You know, talking about how awful September, you know, condemning September 11th. He sure as hell wasn't looking into the gates of hell in Lower Manhattan. But Biden, you know, uh, he, he, again, if you look at him from that diagnostic of being a, having narcissistic personality disorder, Biden has been, and I've, I, I, Biden has, li- he lies so much. I used to say this, he used to say the same thing about Hillary Clinton, because the same damn thing was true. Biden lies so much, and as a matter of course, he lies and has his entire adult life. 
that in a weird way, psychologically, he believes his own crap. In other words, hey, pal, if I say I was in New York on September 12th, I was in New York on September 12th. Well, Trey and I were talking about this earlier on Warren Rima, and, uh, I, I believe off, off mic, that Biden is so out. He, does, he really genuinely doesn't understand that people can check his bullcrap in seconds online. He came about, made his bones in D.C. at a time when learning things about a, a candidate or a, or a senator or a politician was dramatically different than it is now. To check someone's bullcrap, you had to research, you had to go through old newspapers and magazines. You'd have to somehow magically find access to, uh, you know, news video. It was a process. And so that guy spent his entire adult life in politics lying his ass off. And it would usually kind of, you know, if it happened at all, it would take a while for people to find out he's full of crap. And that's what he's used to. And there's also a sense of elitism uh, in, in his personality type where, you know what, you're little people, even if I'm lying, you accept what I tell you anyway. In other words, Joe Biden is a, a lying piece of crap. He, he really is. And that was, a, that was an embarrassing display yesterday, as they all are at this point. I didn't see it. I'm kind of glad I didn't because I was, you know, uh, I was kind of watching out for my mental health yesterday. <laughs> while, while, you know, swimming in the bull crap of what arguably was a very bizarre September uh, 11th. And I didn't see, I guess Kamala, Kamala was there uh, when they were reading the names. And was she really like laughing her ass off and waving to people? You know what I mean? Like, really, she, I, why, I'm, not, I'm not shocked by that. She's trying to uplift everybody, Sean. Uplift everybody. Yeah. No, she's playing it. She's playing it like she's in the rope line there. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm <laughs> Kyle. Hey, how are you? I love you. Love you. Love you. It looked like I'm she surprised was. She didn't, I'm surprised she didn't offer people selfies. Like, hey, come on up here. Let's take a selfie. How do you know? They're she reading didn't? the names. How do you know she didn't? I, I wouldn't. Would it shock me? It wouldn't shock me. She's an idiot. She's a fame hog and an it and you know an idiot and she is one of those kinds of morons. And I said it earlier: if this country is brought to its freaking knees, it will be because of morons, legions of morons, and she's one of them. Okay, she's the worst kind of moron in that she is convinced of her own intelligence. <laughs> yeah. She is absolutely convinced oh, she's that told. she is actually one of the most profound thinkers there are, and she's tragically wrong. She is there's not a lot of depth there. I, I mean, I've had, better, I've had better conversations with bottles of big red. You know, I mean, I'm just saying. You've What's got that? Kamala Harris versus AOC in a game of Jeopardy. Who wins? Uh n- neither. They wouldn't figure <laughs> be able to figure out how to play. Neither one. <laughs> And AOC would be too busy noshing on chicken nuggets like a nine-year-old. Look, <laughs> we laugh, but at some point, they're all going to be AOC. At some point, they're all going to be Kamala Harris. You know, I, th- that's, that's the future. And I, I, I am not, you know, the, 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 the sudden prominence of Kamala Harris all over the place. I, I truly believe she's going to be the next president of the United States, however they... Whatever they have to do to make that happen. It, it's, it's, it's really painfully obvious that they're setting her up for that. And uh, again, you know, you, you have a handful of ideologues, and they tend to be big. You look at a guy like George Soros, who was a big money guy, one of the biggest money guys on the globe, all right? And a lot of the people like Barack Obama, who are pure ideologues and zealots in their cause, what they require is a steady supply of stupid people. And right now, this country is offering it up. And a lot of it is partially, you know, you could, you could look at the public education system and where it's gone over the past couple of generations of teachers to mm-hmm. where it is now. And you're, you're really just kind of churning out people 
uh, who uh, are just not going to have the critical thinking skills nor the understanding of history to pose anything critical of this crap that's going on right now, and that's kind of the end game. This country will be brought to its knees by stupid people, (laughs) by morons. Chicken nugget eating morons, you know. And Who knew that's all it would take? Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, it's kind of sad, you know. It really is. We haven't been around that long, but uh, I don't know. Uh, 210 We'll take a little breaky wakey. And then we'll talk about some more weird crap coming up next on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 21 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I saw James in the parking lot when I first got here, and he brought brought up this story, this this strange case of nurse practitioner and Democratic State House candidate Susanna uh, Susanna Gibson. She's a Democrat? No way. No, I know you're shocked. This chick's a Democrat, man. She's a white chick. And she's running for it's the state house. It's called in Virginia, it's called the House of Delegates, but it's a, it's a state house. And she's a nurse practitioner. She's a 40-year-old mother of two. <laughs> oh, God. And uh the, the Washington Post uh discovered <laughs> Sorry, that was really icky. Uh, the, the Washington, Washington Post, uh, uh, learned about, uh, a, a way that Ms. Gibson has been raising money for her campaign. Her and her husband have been performing sex acts on a website. <laughs> and it's part of the story. So I got to say the website's called Chatterbait. Now I I I'm I'm a, you know uh, I, you guys talked about this on Where and Rima right and it, it it took Trey a, a few minutes to figure out he didn't really when he heard the word chatterbait he didn't really understand at, immediately what it was right no no now I, I'll be honest with you uh, I have looked at some online porn I was single once for about eighteen months okay I, I've never been on chatterbait I can honestly tell you that but without ever having seen the website. I sort of figured it out. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of figured out just Got by the word, it. just syllabically breaking it down by syllables. You know, I, I chat, bait. You know, I, you know what I mean? I kind of figured it out. Do you read the articles? Yeah, well, no. Well, I'm just saying it. it <laughs> you know, I kind of figured it out what chatterbait was all about. Now, I don't know what kind of a goob you got to be to be hanging out on something like that. Mm-hmm. But Miss Gibson running for the state house in, in, in Virginia. Uh, has been making uh, money. Uh, she asks for tips. In other words, uh, and I guess she's in violation of chatterbait rules and standards of conduct <laughs> because she uh, apparently, if you gave her more tokens, she her husband would do something to her. And mm-hmm. uh, and and she said it, she was raising money for a good cause. And uh, the actual quote from her is, I need, like, more tokens before I let him do that. She said like in there? She actually tossed the like in. I'm just, uh, James, what do you think? I, I'm I'm, I'm going to start laying that trip on my wife. You know what I mean? Like when she wants me to do something. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. You're gonna you know, ha- I'm going to need some ha- more tokens for that. Yeah, you're going to have little bruises on your forehead. No, when I'm going to try it the, out. She's going to throw tokens at you. And hit you like a ninja. Mr. But he's John, getting the tokens, can, though. Can you do the ditches? And I'll be like, you know what? I need some more tokens for that, baby. Yeah. Let's see how that... She doesn't really say ditches. But I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start laying that, because that, that'll work. But, you know... <laughs> this isn't... Dude, this isn't a 24-year-old. This is a 40-year-old woman. She had no idea that somebody might find out that her and her husband are having sex on Chatterbait. Well, they're raising money, right? But you know what I mean. She didn't. It didn't enter her head that she would. Somebody might find out about that. Of course, it that's did. what's weird to me. That's the whole. He's gimmick. a forty-year-old chick, man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's at least at least she's with her husband. Well, there's that. That's the only redeeming thing. At I can least find. we're supporting the fam- the nuclear family here, the the family unit. 
which is under assault in America. Okay, this is a mother of two trying to provide for her family. Her, her campaign slogan is Susan Susanna Gibson standing up to special interests well, and lying uh, down uh, for others. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, you don't exactly strike me as the vertical kind of chick. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know. It's bizarre. It's a strange little story, to say the least. And I, I just love the line in the article I read. <laughs> a 40-year-old mother of two... Don't you think your little kids are going to find out something? Is that something you want your kids to find out someday? Yeah, I remember when my mom, before she became governor of <laughs> governor of Virginia, man, she was having sex with dad on Chatterbay. That's how devoted she was. She was going viral. She was so passionate. Ew. <laughs> Ew. We don't want her going viral. Because that means uh, somebody else is involved. I'm just saying... Oh. Do you want your kids to, right? You want your kids to, well, don't you think about your kids someday? Is this a generational thing that the 40 and under is like, ah, everyone's doing it, no big deal, the kids will see it eventually? YOLO, I guess. It has to be. These same kinds of chicks that are on, like, Facebook when they take a picture on their kid's birthday, they got their boobs sitting on his head. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to be my little man's birthday. It's kind of the same thing. Well, you know, everybody's doing it. Everybody's got a MyFans page. Why shouldn't I? I just think it's odd that a 40-year-old woman, I, I guess, may, I, I don't know. I guess 40 is pretty young now. I'm, so I'm 56. When, when she's around 62, uh, her kids should be in college, and then their friends are going to be like, oh, yeah, my dad voted for your mom. <laughs> awesome. Saw a campaign uh, video <laughs> online and it convinced him. Yeah. And nothing goes away on the internet, people. No, nothing goes it's away. There forever, baby. And no amount of tokens is going to get that offline. All right, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Get smart with your smart speaker. Watch that tone with me, Buster. Just tell your smart speaker to play KTSA. Now streaming on your Amazon Echo. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071 938 uh, talking about what I thought was really a pathetic display yesterday. Uh, the total response from this administration to September 11th was just nauseating. Uh, let's talk to Mike. Mike, how you doing, man? Yeah, how you doing, brother? Hey, hey listen, Sean. Uh, yeah, this guy, uh, Joe Biden, uh, he is, he'll, he'll go down in history as the the, the biggest embarrassment in the White House we've ever had. I thought I thought Bill Clinton was the uh, was the number one man after what he did, but uh, Joe Biden has definitely replaced him. You know, every time he goes to another event, like you said, Joe Biden lies so much that he can't even remember all his lies. Uh, you know, he, when he went to visit those families, he said that he had a son that died in a in a military accident, uh-huh. and then he went out to Hawaii and embarrassed himself. Claiming he had a fire at his house and comparing it to, to losing his uh, cat mm. in, in the situation, and then he goes yesterday in Alaska, like you said, this idiot goes out there and says the same garbage. Yesterday tells another lie about he used to play football and uh, and the other deal that you had said. This guy is nothing but a liar. And you know the guy only, only there's only one other guy that lies more than him. I don't know if you heard what Mahorkin said yesterday, and he's repeated this lie over and over. He had the nerve to say that the White House is doing everything they can to secure the, the border, uh, yes. and that they are and, and that they are taking top measures to stop people from coming into the USA. Well, I want him to turn on his television and see what's going on in Pennsylvania with that guy that's on the loose right now, and maybe he'll change his mind after he sees that. Because last time I checked. That guy was an illegal alien in the USA who the Biden administration let in. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Mike, thanks, man. It's always a pleasure, man. I, I'd be safe out there on the highways, man. We'll talk to you soon. I, I You know, I Mayorkas is a lying sack of crap. I mean, he, they all are. They just it, it's, There's no pretense anymore about the fact that they're going to look you right in the eye and just lie to your face. The thing about Biden, though, have you noticed... We're now at the point where every time he gets in front of a camera, something happens. Think about that. I mean, the last three, four appearances, whether it was Vietnam, uh, yesterday, September 11th, 
uh, you know, it, it, the the Medal of Honor awarding, you know, putting that uh, medal around that guy's uh, neck, uh, one of our American heroes, and and it did the whole wandering off and leaving in the middle of the thing. I mean, it's it's every single time now that he's in front of a camera. Uh, so yeah, it's not shocking. It's it's a little depressing, but it's not shocking that you're seeing more of Kamala Harris because she's the only other game in town, really, as far as what they're going to be able to do. And I, I think they're going to make her the president of the United States. And like I said a few minutes ago, she, she's an idiot. Now, one thing, another thing that happened yesterday that uh, probably uh, uh, most uh, you know uh, corporate uh, sources of news in this country are not going to talk about too much is that we allowed for $6 billion to flow into the coffers of a terrorist state, Iran. This process began uh, about midweek last week. The Congress wasn't told about this. I don't think uh, Congress found out about it uh, until, frankly, uh, I think Monday, yesterday. And what we did, we we have a Iran uh, is isolated financially. There's there's international sanctions. We place sanctions on them, where assets uh, moving through. Uh, you know, various banking systems are there. They can't touch it. It's frozen. We unfroze six billion. We gave six billion dollars to Iran yesterday. Uh, on the uh, with, with the with the promise that Iran, again, a fundamentalist Islamic terrorist state, is going to use it purely for humanitarian reasons. And they gave us six, uh, I guess, uh, folks of ours that they had, and we let six bad guys go back home to Iran. And this all happened yesterday on September 11th. Six billion dollars. And no, I don't think they'll be buying bottled waters, you know, for, for starving children somewhere in Iran. They're probably going to use that money to do what? This is one of the reasons why we froze the damn accounts to begin with. Well, yeah, they'll 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 use it to kill more Amer- Americans, to commit more acts of terrorism, to oppress their own people. A lot of human nastiness will happen as a result of that six billion dollars, which is why I thought, and most people thought, our policy, the American policy, was we don't pay terrorists because it's it's pretty simple math right (laughs) you don't need to be henry kissinger to figure this crap out if you if you allow terrorist states to have access to vast amounts of money and they know you're going to give them money or allow them to get money uh oddly they they take more americans they swap they, they grab more hostages uh they commit more acts of terrorism i know it's Mind-boggling, isn't it? But uh, contrary to what we all thought was American policy, well, we just did that, and we just did that very thing. Six billion dollars to Iran on September eleventh, twenty twenty-three. What we're seeing going on right now really is breathtaking. Uh, very quickly, Esteban, how you doing? All right, man. As far as Kamala Harris and Biden, don't show up to. They need to stop showing up to memorials. They need to stop going to commemorations because they're going to make rectums of themselves. <laughs> rectums. And, <laughs> and so, in order, you know, I don't care about their image. Uh. But we don't need reminders that they're narcissistic rectums. Yeah. So, they, so don't even bother. To don't show bother. Up. Right. That's about I got to run. Don't bother. You just look like a bunch of rectums, a bunch of talking rectums. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I think that they are smart. Knowledge. I learn things. They're entertaining, informative. His power. Get some news. We get a lot of our news. That's where I get my news. News and information. Power up. That's where I get my news. On News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. 
News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. All right, let's deal with the uh, the mayor getting spanked by a drag queen in Burbank. Oh, God. Now, I... <laughs> Let me just riff on this for a second, okay? Let's, let's wrap our minds around this for a second, okay? Now, it is Burbank. I've been to Burbank. I've partied in Burbank. I have. I've partied at the Safari Inn, okay? Where Anna Nicole Smith had sex with some guy, okay? That's, that's who I am. You're probably going to find some pretty weird parties in a place like Burbank, California. But we have the mayor, Constantine Anthony. And he's at some city event that, you know, involves queens, drag queens, of course. Oh, it's it's a drag queen bingo. It's, it's trannies playing bingo, man. With their little doppers. And uh, it's a fundraiser. This was over the weekend in Santa Clarita. And there's a video surface. Now, Constantine himself looks like sort of your average boring-ass yup. We used to call them yuppie dudes. And a video has, has, has come out of him at this event, this drag queen bingo night. He's bent over a table. And there's some divine-looking uh, fat dude, uh, some tranny guy, some queen, you know, hitting him with a paddle. He's taking it. And uh, and I guess people were a little put off by that. Uh, he got some bad reactions, some bad press. And so he responds with a simple tweet, jealous. Okay, first off, No. I'm not jealous of you because you got paddled by a fat tranny. It's not exactly on my bucket list. Jealousy connotes or, you know, uh, invites the idea that I I want something you have, dude, and I I really don't want to get paddled by a fat tranny in Burbank, okay? I had enough fun in Burbank. I I didn't. that's, That's not necessary. And secondly, look at how far we're willing to go. Look at how far these idiots are willing to go. To prove to the world how freaking woke they are. Okay, Th- this guy is he's kidding. You, you now, in order for everybody to know what an ally you are to the drag and tranny crowd, the LGBTQ, whatever the hell, who cares? The only way, it's getting to the point now where the only way you can prove how freaking woke you are is you got to let a tranny like hit you with something. You know what I mean? At some point, you're going to have an American marriage just goes full-on Zed. I think you know what I mean by that. You saw Pulp Fiction. It's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's just, look, look at how freaking woke I am. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging from a meat hook. <laughs> you know? I'm hanging from a meat hook while uh, several drag queens have their way with me. It's because I love that community, and I'm, I'm such an ally. <laughs> I mean, you think I'm joking, man. Look at this guy. Look at this DB sitting there letting some tranny paddle his ass, man. Jealous. Oh, stop. Okay, Mr. Trudeau. <laughs> What's that, Jay? Well, this this guy's a piece of work. He Holy was an crap. actor. Nah. He did comedy, and, wow. TV shows, movies. Uh, and he must not have done very well at it in, in Studio City there. So yeah, obviously get there, run yeah. for mayor. You know, I, I, right. I got to be famous. Three yeah. episodes on Entourage. Oh, God. Uh, one appearance on Law and Order. Oh, boy. No, th- yeah, this guy is just playing, man. And he's, 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 he's up for re-election he, next year. He, he's looking for movie parts, you know, down. Maybe some voice work at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And here we're talking. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, obviously it's it's a uh, pathetic stunt of to get attention of some kind. But, you know, his little snarky jealous... That's like saying I'm jealous of a colonoscopy. You know what I mean? Like, like, no, we're not jealous. It's okay, Caligula. We're fine. You could have that trip all on your own, man. I don't want it. But this is kind of where this is. This is there's no class. This is where we're headed. This is where it's all going. And again, increasingly, when it comes to this whole trans orthodoxy. You, you know, in order to, to be a good little liberal and prove what a freaking great humanitarian you are, you're going to have to get your ass paddled by some uh, by some dude in a dress. Have you 
asked yourself, how did the bingo game evolve into that? I don't want to know, uh, Christian. I enjoy playing bingo, and I don't want it to ruin my love of bingo. I don't know what they're. I don't want to know what they're using for daubers. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I way to way to way to go to ruin a, a an American tradition here. It's just, a, but that's an inquisitive thought. No. Well, I'm just. I, I'm the, the the woke crap is getting so stupid and surreal at this point. Mm-hmm. That you you you've arrived at a place where yes you have an American mayor of a fairly important and influential town like Burbank, and the dude's getting his ass paddled by Divine on a, on a TikTok video. You know, it's th- this is where we are. <laughs> we've arrived. <laughs> you know, it's, it's check this it's, out. It's, kids. it's the collapse of of Western civilization as we know it. And it really sort of is, you know. You guys think I'm, I'm being funny, but no, it it re- getting a, the, an American mayor getting paddled by a tranny and taking pride in that and and thinking he's a badass is might be one of the uh, seven signs of the apocalypse. It's entirely possible. You know, remember if you read your book of Revelation, at some point the big prostitute comes out of the volcano. I mean, you know, this could be the beginning of it. Oh, mm. 69. <laughs> oh, 69. Oh, 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rocky. Uh, you know, I mean, you got trannies at bingo. What's next, you know? You're going to start, uh, uh, you know, painting dirty pictures on a, on a rock well. You know, is that where we're headed? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm you know, it, it's, again... They're, they're, it's not that they're they're trying to normalize the trans stuff. They're trying to normalize absurdity is really what's at play here. They're trying to get people to agree to freaking absurdity. Mm-hmm. Then you have absolute control. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Kevin McCarthy is expected to speak uh, at any moment about uh, a possible impeachment inquiry. Inquiry. Uh, about uh, impeaching Joe Biden. Uh, we get in the audio of that. Uh, James is going to play it for us a little later on. Well, good luck. You know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Certainly, it's it's needed, but whether or not you know it's going to come to reality, I don't know. I want to. You know, I'm like, I got something on my mind. I want to talk about to take it in a slightly different direction. I, I I didn't. I know there's been even more back and forth uh, here locally. Uh, with uh, city government and the DA's office and police department, police union, uh, on uh, all the cops getting shot in this town, which we've had, uh, you know, a fair amount of police officers fired upon in this town uh, in a relatively short amount of time. Uh, police chief McManus has, you know, been all over the place saying, Hey, these guys shouldn't be on the streets. Uh, Gonzalez, your, your esteemed, uh, DA, uh, is saying, well, it's the cops fault for not bringing us enough, uh, evidence. Uh, the mayor classically or infamously now at this point said, said last week that, you know, it's a state legislator, legislative problem with bonding. And I, I'm sure, it, it, I don't know what I heard, it, it, Trey was talking about this earlier, that I guess now we're talking more about guns, and you have, uh, uh, you know, in New Mexico, the governor just unilaterally basically banning gun ownership or the ability to legally carry a weapon in that state, which is very obviously unconstitutional. But, you know, as far as this town, and, I, you know, things do seem to be going pretty bad fairly quickly. And crime and cops getting shot is just kind of one part of it, which is a very important part of it, that something needs to be done for our law enforcement officers. But you're, we're also, you know, uh, being inundated in this town with, well, it, it would appear, frankly, more bad guys who, yeah, are not uh, going to jail. They're not being held. Uh, Elena and I were talking, our executive producer and I were talking earlier when I first got in about, you know, and this is something I bring up quite a bit is, you are seeing garbage and people just all over the place, aren't you? 
we're, we're really on that path and moving fairly quickly to uh, becoming Austin, to becoming uh, any, uh, you know, all manner of, of cities and municipalities across the country uh, for whom these these kinds of extremist policies when it comes to to uh, sentencing and, you know, how you deal with uh, uh, crime and how you deal with all the illegals uh, coming through town, how you deal with uh, the fact that, uh, as Trey says, we're importing homeless people. They're everywhere. And I, I think when it comes to city government, well, what's true of the federal government right now, in other words, the swamp, is true here. We, we have our own little swamp. And I'm, I'm going to put this out there as just my opinion, but I want to try something. Because it all begins internally with city government, I believe. And, and as we said earlier, you get what you don't vote for. You know, I mean, the, the voter turnout rates in this town are just abysmal and have been for as long as I've been living here, which is about 12 years. And so, like at the national level, a swamp has been allowed to come into existence a kind of political orthodoxy that I think you'd be surprised if you're not somebody who deals directly with the city as either a contractor, uh, an employee, uh, a volunteer. You, you may not realize just how deeply into city government a lot of this crap has, has leached. And, and I'm talking anti-cop stuff. I'm talking uh, race stuff, CRT stuff, tranny stuff, gender stuff. And I bet you if I open up the phone lines and ask, hey, if you deal with the city in some regard, have you have you experienced this in, in some way, shape, or form? Because it, it, that therein lies the cause, uh, or at least the wellspring from a lot of this other crap that you and I are having to deal with on a daily basis. It's where it comes from. And, you know, the, the people behind the scenes when it comes to this stuff, again, I'm in regards to cops getting shot, I'm talking about anti-cop stuff. And that cops are racist, cops don't know how to de-escalate. Or even worse, well, they agreed to be cops, right? So, hey, you may get shot. This is all stuff that we've heard on the national level and in the major cities of this country for several years now. It was kicked into high gear with the George Floyd stuff. Michael, The Michael Brown case really kicked a lot of this stuff off nationally as a, as a discussion when it comes to defunding the police. And basically the cops are bad guys. I'm using that as an example of the orthodoxy that's really at play here. And this orthodoxy, just like the freaking Borg, they destroy everything they inhabit. It's like a rot. It's like a cancer. And I think a lot of people would be surprised if they knew how deeply that rot, you know, exists, both at the city level, at the state level. Maybe, I don't know, I can't speak really of the state level and to what extent it's there. I'm sure it is. But certainly at the federal level, this stuff is everywhere. And it's a destroyer of communities. It's a destroyer of the rule of law. It's a destroyer of rights. And, and, and that's really, when you talk about the bad guys of our era, of our moment right now, we are surrounded globally by bad guys who are doing what bad guys do, being bad guys. They've been there for a long time. Russia, China. But we're, we're, the problem we're dealing with right now is our worst enemy really is our is our own government. And that extends to local government, which really, when you think about it, affects you more in your daily life than anything else. So I when you, when you really start to embrace how deeply this crap goes, it is very easy to become cynical and say, well, I don't know how you turn this around. But, uh, we do need to turn it around here locally because yeah, we're, we, this was uh, big. On, Trey was talking about this on his show. We were talking about talking about it on Where in Rima. This town is on a bad track, man. And I guess what I'm saying is a lot of the stuff that we talk about that we hear coming out of the administration or at the national level, even at the state level, okay, like like New Mexico. 
but it's right here on your doorstep. <laughs> and and it's every bit as bad uh, as, as you could imagine it, it would be because at the heart of all of this is a kind of political orthodoxy. And the younger gen, we were talking earlier about how, you know, eventually they're all going to be AOC and they're all going to be Kamala Harris. Well, that's true, because with each successive generation of younger people, you're dealing with people who came through the public education system, who came through the collegiate system that is very, very, very heavily biased towards this extreme agenda. And this stuff is taught as a, as a matter of fact, as a matter of course. It's just true. Whether it's climate change, race crap, gender crap. Slowly, our political leaders and our municipal leaders and our national leaders are being replaced by younger and younger people who believe all of this crap abso-freaking-lutely. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's scary and dark stuff, you know, and, and we're seeing it here. If you're not seeing it locally, you're really not paying attention. It's all around you, man. So, uh, you know, as far as the ongoing debate with law enforcement and, and who's to, to blame for bad guys being on the streets and doing bad stuff, I, I know on which side of that debate I stand. I stand with law enforcement. I stand with law enforcement because they risk their asses and their lives and their futures with their families every single day. And really, if you really knew how much anti-cop stuff there was out there, uh, uh, you know, in places you wouldn't expect it. Again, you'd be shocked. It, it really is like a freaking cult, man. All right. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back 20 minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is speaking right now about holding an inquiry vote. On impeaching Joe Biden, uh, he was just speaking. Uh, he was talking about uh, it, it, we, mountains of evidence, essentially. I'm paraphrasing a bit here. Mountains of evidence uh, to Joe Biden's corruption. Uh, right before I went on the air, he was talking about, uh, you know, we, we now know that Joe Biden was lying when he said he didn't know anything about his son's business deals. So they'll probably have a vote you know, later on, this is how things work, right? They'll have a vote to decide if they're going to inquire about uh, you know, moving forward with impeachment. Again, it's, yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. You could do it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you know, it's like everything else in, in, in American politics right now. Whether it actually takes place will depend on who benefits and who doesn't. They, they, they may be, this may be the end of Joe. This may be the way to get rid of him. Do you know what I mean? Because he's, it's like I said a few minutes ago. I mean, when you wrap up, you know, uh, you're in another country or you're the president of the freaking United States and you wrap things up with, look, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to hit the sack. I'm going to catch some Z's. He can't be in front of a camera now. In other words, he has served his purpose. He was a good little stooge. Now he's got to go. And maybe with, uh, you know, I, I don't know, uh, actual collusion or not, but let's see how many Democrats support this. Let's, let's see how many Democrats support getting Joe Biden out of office. His, his numbers with Democrats are abysmal. Uh, honest Democrats, at least. So I, you got to get rid of them. And I, I know sometimes I get a big old eye roll from folks when I say this, but I'm telling you, I, I honestly believe at this point, I'm not going to bet you any money, you know, but I, I, maybe I'll bet you five metaphorical dollars. I'm going to lay some metaphorical dollars on the table here. I'll bet you 20 metaphorical dollars that the next president of the United States is, in fact, Kamala Harris. 20 metaphorical smackaroonies. Tokens? <laughs> I need some more tokens for that. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I have... How many tokens does Kamala need? <laughs> yeah, she's got plenty. Yeesh. All right. I've got the audio. We can do that after the news. Sure. Or do you, are we got time to do it now? It's you about do it now? two and a half minutes long. Yeah, sure. All right. Hold on. Let me 
get to the. We can beginning. talk about it when we get back. Okay, here we go. You know, the months that we were gone and the weeks, House Republicans have uncovered serious and credible allegations into President Biden's conduct. Taken together, these allegations paint a picture of a culture of corruption. Now, here's what we know so far. Through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Eyewitnesses have testified that the President joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. Dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his son's and his son's business partners. We know that bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shale companies. The Treasury Department alone has more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and other business associates that were flagged as suspicious activity by U.S. banks. Even a trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. Biden used his official office to coordinate with Hunter Biden's business partners about Hunter's role in Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company. Finally, despite these serious allegations, it appears that the President's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's own administration, treatment that not otherwise would have received if they were not related to the President. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption, and they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. That's why today I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. That's exactly what we want to know, the answers. I believe the President would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. This effort will be led by Chairman. Wow, okay, well, you get the gist of it there. That's pretty much the bulk of his comments. Kept it fairly succinct. Uh, They're going to embark upon uh, an impeachment inquiry. Uh, I, I, as he just said, through various committees to come to a conclusion whether or not, you know, it's time. And, and I, I, you know, again, how that's going to go or whether that's actually going to work, I, I, I don't know. But I certainly, I, I can't believe that de- you're not going to be able to write. He's worse than he was, uh, you know, four years ago, three years ago. He's not going to, you're not going to be able to just shuffle him off into the basement. Everybody knows the man is gone. Every I think if you don't know, and if you haven't accepted, apart from the fact that he's corrupt as hell, and that's what McCarthy's talking about mostly. I mean, I, I, I've been saying this for a while. If you're a good liberal and you hate the man and you hate privilege and you hate all that crap, you should despise Joe Biden. And in fact, a lot of Democrats did before he became you know president uh, by cheating the election. He's a corrupt piece of crap. He's a lion corrupt piece of crap. And yeah, he's got to go. But also, they know that he ain't physically, mentally capable of doing much more. He's, 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 again, as I said a few minutes ago, he served his purpose. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's time for him to go. And, uh, maybe you'll, you'll see more Democrats in support of, uh, impeachment proceedings because they got to get, they got to get rid of that guy. Got to get him off the stage. What do you think? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Smart speakers and us make smart listeners most of the time. Tell your smart speaker to play KTSA. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. <laughs> Is there stuff in the air, man? Because I'm, like, really snotty today. Is it like, a lot of crap in the air? 
That was a really unreasonable way to start the segment. 210-599-5555. Can we talk about old fart rock and rollers at this point? Just you know, We got some news. And I don't mean that dismissively, but we, we're, we are at that juncture in life. We're a lot of the old rock and roll guys. A lot of the guys that we grew up, people, didn't forget you ladies, you know, that we grew up with are, you know, they're old. We talked last week about the Rolling Stones. They put out a new record. It's called Bedpan. I'm kidding. And uh, and they're pretty old guys now, you know, and I, uh, I was never a huge Rolling Stones fan, but they're, they're still doing it, you know. They look kind of icky. Uh, and then uh, Steven Tyler, this is a new story today. He's retiring because he's got, he's, he's screwed up his throat. And what is that guy? How old is that guy now? Is he like, he's got to be in his, is he in his 70s now? Have you seen him? He looks like a bag lady. You know, you know, he, I'm just saying, he looks like somebody you might see living under an overpass here in San Antonio with a shopping cart. He, he's, you know, he's, he, well, he's an old guy. He's had a great life, and he's, he's retired. He's screwed up his throat. That guy has been shrieking for over, what, 40, 50 years at this point? Steven Tyler doesn't just sing a song, man. He freaking shrieks. The fact that he's been able to do it this long is amazing to me. There are notes that guy hits that only dogs can hear. I mean, he's he's so that's going on. I, I I'm bringing this up also, guys, because I just I'm looking at something. You know, there's this really stupid show that's on um, Fox 29 when I'm doing this gig. The the what's her name? The Sherry Show. And and I, I talk about it every now and again. I've never heard the vol the the audio on this show because I only just see it on the TV screen when I'm in here doing this gig. First off, there's a weird obsession with the female breast on this show. The boobs are just all over the place every day. It's a daytime show. Only other chicks are watching. And me. But speaking about old fart, they got Smokey Robinson on there. And God bless Smokey Robinson. He's Smokey Robinson. All right, I'm not not trying to be a jerk and say that, you know, Smokey Robinson. I mean, his, his contribution to the American songbook is is incalculable, whether it's his own stuff or stuff that other people did through him. He's Smokey Robinson. But he's had so many surgeries, he's starting to look like, you know, something from, like a, like Disney, you know, like, a, like an amusement park, you know what I mean? Like it's a small world, like an automaton, you know what I mean? It looks like something you'd see, I don't know, going into a roller coaster tunnel or something. He looks kind of plasticky. Because, James, he's got to be in his 70s, too, right? Smokey Robinson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Now, I, I got no problem with dudes getting older. I, I, I'm thankful to be getting older myself. And if you want to have some surgery it's to, to make yourself a little, you know, somewhat wrinkle-free uh, for a few more years, fine. But one of the things that I get kind of icked out by the older rock and roll guy and the older guys is when it gets se- you know like sexual you know like I don't want to think about Mick Jagger being sexual in any way shape or form you know what I mean that, that guy I don't want to think about that guy having a sexual thought in his head at all it's just icky at this point I bring this up because Smokey Robinson's new CD is called Gasms uh, I just saw this <laughs> oh it's even worse now that I know his age he's eighty three oh, no 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 he's eighty three no, dude no no dude Gasms no man that's even worse dude he's 83 yeah i'm looking at because I, I saw this on the show and I'm like what the hell is that what is gasms and so i looked it up and it's his new record smoky robinson gasms spasms maybe you know i that see now that icks me out a little and in fact, when he was on the show with that Sherry chick, he, he did a little, they showed a video of him doing the, it almost looked like he was attempting to twerk or so. I don't know. I'm just saying, you, you get this is the reason I have a problem with Madonna at this point. You know what I mean? It comes, and she's not even 80, but she looks like, like she's pushing 80. And I, there comes a point where maybe, just, you know what I mean? Just drop the sex trip. That's all. Just, you know, just be a little classy in your older age. Gasms. I don't know why that grosses me out. It just, it's, eesh.
Steven Tyler, 75. She's 75. Well, I mean, is anybody shocked that he's having throat problems? I'm surprised he's lasted this long. That's what I said. The fact that he's maintained that voice this long is amazing. But even Steven Tyler, like, I don't want to see him, you know, doing love in in an elevator, you know, at the age of 75. You know, that's just kind of creepy. And Aqualungy. You know what I mean by Aqualungy? And I'm probably not going to be downloading Smokey Robinson's gasms anytime soon. Oof. Dan, how you doing? <laughs> gasms. There you go. I'll leave it this way, Sean. If I'm 83 and I, and I can still be active in that area, more power to me. Well, sure. <laughs> I'm not saying, you know, if it still works for you, that's great. Well, I'd just rather be I, active in that area than the way Biden is active in his area. I concur, but God, do I have to be involved? Do I have to know about it? Do we have to be dragged into it? You know what I mean? Well, you know, I I, I, I I write. I do a lot of writing. I'm, hang, I'm, I'm, hang on, I'm a poet, you know, and I'm I'm pretty profane in my poetry, but I'm writing about old fart stuff at this point. You know why? Because I'm becoming an old fart, so I write about old fart stuff. You know, it'd be like me trying to write sex poems at the age of fifty-six. It's just kind of eesh. Gasms. Each his own. Hey, I want every. I want you know. Really, the the only the only point to this bit that I'm doing right now is that I want it to catch in your minds. I, I want the word gasms to be in your mind. Okay, if any of you have like some sort of corporate meeting today, you know, or division meeting. You know, and there's some guy, uh, you know, running an audiovisual presentation for you. Okay, while you're sitting there trying to look serious and attentive, I want the word gasms to pop into your head. Okay, there you go. I put it, I just put it there. It's magic. Now, oh, you got, at some point, all every single stinking one of you at some point is going to see the word gasms in your head, and it's going to crack you up. There you go. And here I call, and here I called about the impeachment. Well, you know. <laughs> So See how misguided better. you were. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think they're going to impeach him. I wish they I would, but I don't know happen. if it's going to happen. Well, no, I think what's going to happen is that they'll get the evidence, and enough Democrats will will voice their opinions. And what they'll do is they'll have him resign. Sure. Or worse, uh, maybe he'll, he'll have an incident, or we'll get... he'll have an incident of some kind, and Kamala will have to take over. Well, that's just it. He'll be on vacation somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, right? Which is not which would be normal for him. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we'll get the news that yeah. well, we we're sorry to regret the American people that Joe Biden has passed away to sleep, or he's just sick, and, or or you know, and it's say, like, hey, we had to swear in Kamala this morning, right? On Air Force and, One, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, anyway. and she talks to us like she talks to us like we're first graders. Anyway, well, again, she's a moron that is convinced of her own intelligence, and I appreciate the call, dude. Gotta take a break. In the morning time makes me think about different things going on in the world. Just what you need to start your day. I listen every morning from the time I get up. I get up early, early in the morning. Get your day going. A little help from your friends. Can't beat it on the way to work. On five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. Yeah, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Final few moments of the show. And I'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to be off on Thursday and Friday, uh, but I'll be back on uh, uh, on Monday. And the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Oh, and just so you know, what what a scab Drew Barrymore is. She's so gross. She's so horrible. We were talking yesterday about how Drew Barrymore is, I guess, going against the the strike, the writer's strike, and she's going back on the air with her insipid daytime television show. Which, which, you know, if if we look back over the past, how long has that show been on the air now? Like two years. It it actually on occasion makes the news because she's so stupid. Remember that she had Dylan Mulvaney on there, you know, and 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 Drew Barry, Drew Barrymore, God bless her, you know, she's grown up in Hollywood. Right? I mean, this has been her whole world, her whole life. And remember, she got on her knees and was crying 
at, at the bravery of Dylan Mulvaney, you know, Mr. Bud Light there. And so, you know, she's, she's, she got her contract renewed. And, and where a lot of these other people, you know, they don't have writers, so they're not really doing anything new. And also, you don't want to be a scab, right, and, cross the, and force people to cross the picket line. And so Drew Barrymore, is, Drew Barrymore is going back on the air, and she put out a, got a lot of crap for it from her community, and so she put out a little apology. or Not an apology. She actually, to her credit, said, I own this choice. And you get all these people, you know, who are comedians or actors or whatever, and they're responding to her. I read one earlier where somebody, it's just gross. She's forcing people to cross picket lines. She's a scab. And do, do, do the rest of us even give a crap? I mean, I mean, do, do we really? Ca- I mean, God bless them. You know, James. They need and Christian. They, they. I'm, yeah, if they're fighting for getting the money that the that the market will bear for what they do, well, sure. And I know they got issues. They're worried about AI and all that. Streaming the residual streaming. residual pay on streaming. They're not getting any of that. They're not getting any of that. So I'm not saying they don't have valid points, right? But, you know, it's not something that's going to be top of mind for John Q. Public just trying to buy a freaking loaf of bread. You know what I mean? I hate to say it, but they're not coal miners. <laughs> they're, they're, you know I mean? they're not fighting for the, you know, for, you know, to try to get 12-year-olds out of steel factories. I mean, I get it. But, you know, if Brian Cranston shows up to the protest, I'm not exactly going to, you know, oh, boy, I guess it's getting serious now. Well, he, now think about uh, all the actors that aren't going to do her show after the right. strike's over. Because, yeah. that, what, they'll be pissed, still pissed off at her and yep. how awful, what an awful human being you are. So basically... Because these people are obsessed with unions. They don't even know why. Basically, if you have a mortgage, you probably don't care about this strike. Right. If you're paying rent or live at home with your mom and dad, you probably do. <laughs> point well taken right if all you do is sit around on your ass following the lives of these people because you're gen z or whatever the hell you are gen z point two point oh whatever the hell yeah you're fascinated by this crap the rest of us couldn't couldn't give a damn i got 900 channels of crap okay when i to look forward to when i get home all right We've already dumped half our channels because we're just, you know, we're sick of paying for pure crap. And, uh, you know, that this is why I watch nothing but baseball forensic finals in the Hallmark Channel, you know? I actually prefer now at this point, I don't care if you're going to wipe your butt with my man card, okay? I actually prefer Hallmark right now <laughs> compared to a lot of new programming uh, of any other kind. I don't even watch the news as much anymore. That's getting pukey. Yeah, even the Fox. So, yeah, I look, again, you know, if they're really getting screwed on the streaming and, you know, fine. I, I Hey, you know, make a st- take a stand. I got you. You know what I mean? But, but, but dear Jesus, don't, don't assume that, you know, most people, you know, who are not you or who are not, you know, 19-year-old reality programming, reality TV, TikTok idiots. You know, most people aren't, like, hanging on the edge of their seats about this one. And and the Drew Barrymore, I didn't even know she had writers. I mean, she's such a dumbass. Whoever writers she she did have are are equally as, they're, they're the same dumbasses because they're just making a dumbass sound like a dumbass. Well, maybe it's a very easy job, and, might, uh, and writers are fighting over it. They, they dumped Fallon, right, so they can go work for that dumbass Drew Barrymore <laughs> and write, you know, simplistic crap until she starts hitting the booze and being rude to him. <laughs> but she would be more interesting then if she actually went Fallon on him, you know, and started doing minis in the bathroom, you know, <laughs> in the dressing room there, you know. <laughs> I just and I and I and I'm a writer, so I'm not, you know. Again, I'm not <laughs> cracking on their ability to strike, and I'm sure they have really legitimate concerns because you know what? That streaming crap is making crap loads of money right now. And then once it gets into AI, and you don't even need a freaking writer, you know what? What are, what are going to be their 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 legal rights over their own? I don't know how you even would describe it at this point. You could take a person's style plug it into an AI, and the AI is suddenly writing like you. 
they need to be striking because of what you just said. They could lose their jobs, and they don't have the money like the studios to fight this legally. The writers don't, know. No, they're broke. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, so, again, not not downgrading why they're doing what they're doing. But you're not going to really seriously change the world in any measurable way by, by going after Drew Barrymore and calling her gross and a scab. I, I didn't know. Is she really that relevant at this point where she's actually making an impact with that dumb little show? I don't know. She has a show. She's not acting. She's not acting. No. I, you know, and I'm going to be hated for this. I never thought she was that great of an actress. I think she got a, she did E.T. <laughs> After that, she just got to be Drew Barrymore forever. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, now I'm just being mean. Now I'm just being a meanie head. But, again, you know, it's it's kind of interesting to hear these stories come out of the writer's strike. And they're all on strike. There's no new content being produced. And nobody's noticed. <laughs> I hate to say it, but nobody's noticed, man. Because the general output is such innocuous crap to begin with. It's a lot of it's just really artless crap, and so when when, when they're just recycling old episodes, nobody freaking notices. And and I said this, and then we got to get out of here. I said this yesterday. Late night TV is dead in the water anyway, but that that was on the demise long before uh, you know the writers' strike kicked in. Uh, all right, well, I got to get out of here. Uh, you can send me an email if you want, Sean at KTSA.com. I love hate mail. Thank you, James. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, Christian Blood, and my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love, don't be a jerk. Bye.